It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. I, I just feel like there's too much time left between now and the end of the season. Like, I just feel like you know, at that point, you, you will have been resting guys for like a month. And there's something right. to be said That's, about. Yeah rest versus rust right and i think that you just can't if there were if there was like a week if there were like a week left in the season then you could say like okay fine but the mm-hmm. other thing that i that i the counterpoint that i do have to you to to your point about minnesota getting number two is that to be honest that's that is one of the most beatable teams in the playoffs right now if, oh, 100%. if you look at it like I, I minnesota does not scare me one bit and it's because of their quarterback right so i think that i can see minnesota getting knocked off in the first round i really can depending on who they play and if the Niners end up with the three seed, then so be it. But I think that the overarching thing before we before we kind of get out of here and wrap up here, um, I want to I want to also give flowers to Christian McCaffrey as well. His best game, I feel yeah. like, since he's been here, at least running the ball, he was fantastic. It was it was a very Christian McCaffrey heavy game plan, and this is why you got him right for yes. games like this. And I'm so glad that Kyle Kyle featured him like he did, and you made that trade. In for primetime games like this, where your stars come out to shine, and the stars won the game for the 49ers last night. Christian McCaffrey, Dre Greenlaw, Nick Bosa, that 49ers defense, which is full of talented players. The stars are paid to win, and they won the game for you last night. And the defense, I, I, there's how much more can you say? Every time you need a big play, they're there. Every time you need to stop, they're there. Every every time you need them to step up, they did. They had all two. The people talk about the almost Brock Purdy interception. Awesome. Geno Smith had like three of those when yeah. the Niners almost yep. picked it off. So they were, they're always around the ball. It's not just that they're a sound tackling team that doesn't force turnovers, they force turnovers and game changing turnovers. So this is the thing that scares teams the most. You have a hot quarterback and you have a hot, a hot defense going into the playoffs. And it is very difficult to beat a hot quarterback and a hot team in the playoffs because they're all one game seasons at that point. And this 49ers team, I can guarantee you, nobody wants a part of this team right now. No. Nobody. Not not a single team. And, no. you know, and that's the thing. We talked this whole time, barely brought up the defense because it just feels like that's the expected, you know, that is the expected uh, uh, result. And and here's the thing. I, I said it earlier. I, I, I threw it on the timeline last night. I, I, I want to say the second or third quarter trying to figure out a name for this nickname for this defense. I said the NC 17 defense, right? Cause there's no chance right. you're scoring more than 17. And here's the thing. They've played 14 games this season in those 14 games in 11 of them teams have scored 17 or less. Like that is incredible in, in, in a league where the rules have been put in place to have incredible offenses. You've got this defense that is literally destroying teams and it's mm-hmm. so fun to watch as a fan of that team probably terrifying to watch as a fan of any other team but yeah nick bosa the entire defensive line geno smith was, was under duress all game uh they couldn't run the ball uh again this offense didn't feel like they could do anything and yep. did they score a touchdown at the end they absolutely did and and it felt like you know there was a, a couple of a couple of confusing plays that had back-to-back long gains that ended up, you know, they ended up giving up seven there. And, and so, but they scored 13, right? Yeah. I, I said, I said 
after or is actually prior to uh prior to the last drive in the first half right the 49ers were driving uh and then and i tweeted out i said if kyle shanahan can get his patented madden double up right which is Mm -hmm. score a touchdown to end the first half receive the kick in the second half and go down and score a touchdown that would have that was going to put this game to 21 and 3 21 to 3 and that was going to effectively end it and that's what happened Mm -hmm. Yep. They got to 20 points, and I guarantee everyone on that team said, oh, we're at 20, well, game over, right? Not that we're going to stop playing, but we have enough faith in our defense to know that this team that we're playing right now, there's no chance they're scoring 20. Mm-hmm. There's no chance. So we good, right? Like on <laughs> on, to, on to our Christmas party, uh, Akash said that uh, Little Birdie told him that uh, they're, they're having their, the 49ers are having their Christmas party tomorrow. And so, okay. you know, they'll be smoking that uh, NFC West division champs pack at the uh, at the Christmas party. Uh, I'm sure they're going to tie one off there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to need someone to have uh, some video in there of, of, of what Brock Purdy looks like when he ties <laughs> one on, because I can imagine it's uh, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to imagine. But uh, but yeah, this this team, I, I said it right before you, you hopped on Zane. this team is special. It feels special. Yep. It feels different. It feels different than 2019. It feels Mm -hmm. different than 2012. It just Mm -hmm. feels different. It feels destiny-ish to me. And and again, with the number of storylines on QB3, QB3 is a seventh round rookie that has come in and absolutely, you know, filled the shoes that he needed to. Like just so many storylines, this just aggressively violent and, and punishing defense a master play caller on both sides of the ball. In my opinion, the NFL coach of the year in Kyle Shanahan, the NFL assistant coach of the year in D'Amico Ryans. And I would argue the NFL executive of the year in John Lynch for the amount of depth and roster building that they've done to be able to clinch a division title with three games to play when your QB one started the season as your QB three. Just they are incredible. the first team, incredible the first team to c- clinch a division title yeah. this year in the NFL. Yep. And there were several times this season. I just, I, as we kind of wrap up here, I, I want to just have, well, we have NC a, we 17 have defense, Sarah, NC 17, because there's no and, chance that you are uh, scoring 17 and also NC seven rated NC 17 for violence. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> and, you know, just to, just to, an overarching feeling of thankfulness right now, because there were, we thought that the season was done a couple times when Trey got hurt first. And then when they were three and four, like we were on this show saying like, man, what is the season going to be? What is going to happen? They don't have a first round pick. And and we were talking about like this team, not, not being able to build for the future and all those things. And, and then Jimmy goes down and we're like, Oh man, now, now we're really in trouble. But then here comes Brock Purdy putting the Superman cape on. And it's just always the most unassuming people that that kind of take you out of that that sort of dark place and i think that the way that the team and the fan base and the city and everybody have rallied around brock purdy universally to say like hey you are the guy because really there's no there's no qb discussion at this point they're all hurt right so yeah everybody's rallying around brock and saying you are the guy right you are our last hope right like you know star wars you are our last hope right like that's basically basically what it is right you are our last hope Exactly. And it's, it's been so nice to see because man, when, when a team and a fan base in a city rally behind a guy like that, 
it really gives them confidence. And this team is playing with a confidence that really we we haven't seen from from them in a long it's time. It's unmatched. Like even 2019, right? Like we they were they were winning, but they were there were some cracks in the armor, and they were like, all right, like all right, like you know, we'll see if they can. And there were questions about Jimmy, and there were questions, all sorts of questions that people had. But like, I, I think that right now, Brock's kind of just like out there and playing. And one thing that I thought about before we went on the air today is that I feel like he's just too young to be worried about certain things, like to, to be stressed, right? Like too young, and you know, we're young and ignorant. We just don't care about stuff, right? We just live our life. That's too just blessed what he's to doing. be stressed. Exactly. He's just he's just playing right now. And when you're a veteran quarterback, you're you're taught all of these things and and all these mechanics and all this other stuff, these bad habits that you develop that you're trying to get, your mind often becomes like mechanical and and you just don't let it out and play right now. It just feels like everything's coming to him easily because it's not mechanical for him. He just, he's just going out there and playing. And I, and I feel like a lot of that has to do with his youth. Like he just doesn't know any better. Like Seattle didn't phase him because he didn't know any better because he's never played in Seattle before. Right. So I think that they're using that to their advantage. And I, and I really hope that, they can capitalize on this. Look, records are made to be broken. The idea that no rookie quarterback has ever won a Super Bowl, that is made to be broken. That will one day be broken. Will it be this year? Who knows? I really hope so. Yeah. I mean, why not Brock, right? Why, why not, not Brock? Brock? So, All man, right. this is three shows this week, man. This is, this I know. Is great I know. Fantastic, this was man. fun. This, this was really fun. But, I mean, this team's, hey. This team's fun to talk about. They are fun to talk about. And it's, and it's a lot of fun to see what's going to happen next. And, Man, Al wasn't able to join us today, but he'll be with us next time. But man, I just I'm I'm so happy right now with where this team is headed, and it's such a stark contrast from four months ago, right, where we were just like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, and I'm absolutely. so I'm so happy. I'm so happy right now. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. But like you said, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with Al. Uh, I think we're trying to line up uh, at least one guest next week. Uh, I know that. Uh, uh, at least one could be uh, Mr. Brian Peacock of Lockdown 49ers, hoping to get him on next week. But uh, make sure to uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the No Huddle podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that little bell so you get alerts when we go live. Like I said, we'll be back on Monday. But for Zane Nackby, I am Brian Rennick, and this is Odyssey's No Huddle podcast. See you next time. Peace.